Beyond Infinity. The United Arab Emirates is looking to future-proof itself for when, whether it's driven by climate change and people uh, moving to electric cars mm-hmm. or they run out of oil, whatever it is. They're an oil-rich country in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They are currently in a position where they're, they're doing well out of oil, uh, but they see that this might not be the case forever, and they're kind of trying to future-proof themselves against changes, mm. whether driven by climate change or, or dwindling oil supplies, whichever comes first, might, probably might be driven by climate change by the look of things. Uh, what they're trying to do is develop skills within their population, particularly young people, to cover themselves on it so that there's industries and things that don't rely on oil. And one of the things that they're doing just now is they're about to launch a uh, an orbiter to Mars. It's called uh, the Hope Mars Mission. And it's a joint venture from the UAE. It involves the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center, the University of Colorado, the Arizona State University, and the University of California in Berkeley. And it's set for launch in 2020. Around the middle of this year is one of the best times. I think it's approximately every two Earth years. Mm-hmm. Earth and Mars are closest to each other. Yep. And that's the time you want to launch your rocket. So if you launch at the wrong time, it could take you uh, much, much longer. It could take you 18 months. Whereas if you do it around the, these, this two-year window, mm-hmm. uh, it's about six months. So that's why Mars 2020, the uh, the big new rover, nuclear-powered rover from mm-hmm. NASA, is mm-hmm. going at that same time. I think it's due for uh, I think it's July mm-hmm. launch. And it'll be arriving early next year. 2021 and there's a european space agency rover that's being launched i think a joint venture with russia they've got another rover which is, which is going there's several there's this plus i think three other lander missions and i think i'm pretty sure they're all rovers yeah china's sending a rover as well so nasa china and a collaboration between russia and the european space agency they're all rover missions mm-hmm. and this mission from uae is going to be an orbiter and it's going to complement the work that maven's been doing which has been studying the way that mars loses its atmosphere gradually they've actually measured the amount i think it's about four pounds per day or something pretty staggering but it's shedding light on his what's happened to mars atmosphere where is mars atmosphere mm. and why has it lost it yep. we know that in the past mars had a thicker atmosphere was warmer wetter now it's cold and dry and desert like and barren what's caused the change Understanding that process could actually have benefits for understanding climate change and global warming is on Earth as well. Yeah, that atmospheric loss, it's about four pounds a second of Mars' atmosphere is being stripped away. A bit over 1,800 grams, so 1.8 kilo? 1.8 kilograms. Yes. Yep. Okay. So so that, that gives you an idea. That's, that's every second, 1.8 kilos of Mars' atmosphere is being lost to space which is a pretty large amount. That's every second. Yeah, yeah, every second. Now, that was a result that came from MAVEN, which is a specific orbiter that, that, that was launched by America a few years ago now. It's in an orbit, a stable orbit around, around Mars. One of its big missions was to look at the way the solar wind is stripping away Mars' atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mars lacks a strong magnetic field, which protects 
Earth mm. from the, the solar, solar wind. wind. Yep. yep. So that's the process that's happening, and and it's just it's just an example uh, of what you know what useful science can be done. Not to mention high res imagery, which Mars Reconnaissance Orbit has been doing. You know, down to less than a meter resolution, they use that data to work out where landers can land safely mm. and mm. targets that are interesting to land in that sort of stuff. And I'm yep. sure the the uh, ESA and Chinese missions will be taking advantage of some of that data from MRO in working out where they're going to land. So it's a busy year for spacecraft going to Mars. There's four spacecraft including this uh, UAE Hope Orbiter. So it was done in collaboration with American universities and and institutions which have got experience in in getting to Mars and and successfully entering orbit and Mm -hmm. building spacecraft that work. They didn't want to send um, space junk, you know, fair enough. Now, unlike India, which managed to send a spacecraft, it's the Mars Orbiter Mission, uh, MOM, and it's in orbit, and it has been there for some time now, several years. That was done for a fraction of the cost, I think something like $70 million, which was nothing. nothing. Normally, these things cost a billion plus. So it was done really cheaply. Now, I think that... The, the honest truth is that the Indian, that spacecraft has done well and it is amazing that they were able, they, it was a homegrown spacecraft, but the, the science return that it's delivered is kind of, you know, reflects the budget a little bit. You know, they've got some science back, it's done some useful things, mm-hmm. uh, but it's more that it showed what can be done on a sure. very small budget uh, and, and perhaps with some sacrifice of, of uh, scientific return mm. uh, as a result of that. Uh, but it is still there. The uh, UAE uh, authorities wanted to jumpstart things a little bit, do things faster. Um, they're actually using JAXA, which is a Japanese space agency, for the launch of the rocket, which is going to carry uh, the Hope Mars mission spacecraft to Mars. The mission duration is 2021 to 23. So it, it's involved uh, several institutions in America. The UAE sent its own scientists to try to learn as much as possible from the Americans who've been building this because mm-hmm. next time they want to be able to build their own one. Mm-hmm. So this is developing a capability. It's the first time a, the UAE has ever orbited and sent it sending into, a, into the solar system in the way of a spacecraft mm-hmm. for exploration scientific purposes. They have been able to launch some satellites. So a few years ago, they did a deal with South Korea where South Korea built them some satellites. They sent their own people over to get trained up. Mm -hmm. I think on their third satellite that they launched, they actually built the whole thing and did it in-house in the UAE. So it was a gradual process of uh, collaborating with uh, an overseas country which has got expertise already, you know, training up their own people and then uh, over time developing that capability themselves and, and thus future-proofing themselves against the uh, the end of oil being a you know, lucrative <laughs> lucrative way of, of keeping the country going. That's it. It's one to keep an eye out on. You know, it's great that a lot of women were involved in this. The Emirati team that were that were you know learning from their American counterparts, ninety percent of them were under the age of thirty-five, and a third of them are women. A high percentage in an engineering field that's often dominated by men. For the team that's going to be studying the Mars data that's returned by the Hope Orbiter, mm-hmm. they're eighty percent women. Oh, great! Which in a country which is pretty male dominated, that, that, that's a really impressive figure to have women involved like that. So they're trying to get young people, fresh university graduates, to go over there. Some of them actually combined study with with also working uh, in developing the the orbiter in the states. Mm-hmm. So really good that they're doing that. Uh, there's some some pretty good instruments that are being fitted. That have also been developed over in the states. The skills involved in doing that uh, and creating those instruments have also been shared with these um, Emirati who've been sent over, and, and will be taking those skills back. 
a good little collaboration between the UAE and some American institutions, JAXA, the Japanese, are launching it. So uh, technology being transferred there to, uh, to try to develop the skills required to send their own missions into space. Incidentally, it's called hope because they're trying to provide some hope and, and inspiration to not just people in the UAE, but also the generations uh, in the world, all yeah. the, uh, people, young people throughout Arab countries yeah. are the uh, the people who they want to really inspire with this this mission. Another one to look out for. We should have some great data in about uh, what six months to a year's time. We should be starting to get data back from these four new missions that are going in mm. 2020 to Mars. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.